0: Let's bow our heads and pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we do pray that through your word now you would lead us to yourself. You'd fill us up with your spirit, with hope, with grace, so that we may shine your light brightly to all those around us. Thank you for this day of celebration and this day where you pour into us again. In Jesus' name, amen. It is just a joy to be with all of you. Thanks so much for your warm welcome again and those of you who don't know me, I'm Pastor Mike Newman. I serve as president of the Texas District of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. That means just a, a partnership of 400 congregations across Texas that are walking together with you. So it's a great blessing to be able to be a part of that and to celebrate this day with you in the congregation. God has been faithful, hasn't He? I mean, to fishers and men, hasn't He been faithful? I'm walking with you through... Many, many things, and here we are celebrating Pastor Ridley's installation as senior pastor, and embracing their family, Stephanie and William, and new baby on the way, and just new horizons and new joy. It is really something to see what God has done. Life isn't always easy; there are ups and downs. You know what it's like. You live every day. You experience the rigors of life. For churches too, there are ups and downs. We don't know what's coming. Sometimes there's tougher times, and uh, other times there's celebration. But through it all, if you need it, if you came into the room today wondering if God is hearing your prayers, if he's walking with you, if he's faithfully attentive to you, maybe it seems like he hasn't been. Well, today you can circle the day and say, God showed up because we see his faithfulness in this great celebration, in this installation, in this provision of God for this congregation. God has shown up, and it's a great thing. I wonder um, if the disciples needed a little bit of that encouragement along the way as well. They were going through a challenging time in the reading today from Matthew chapter 17. Just before that, Jesus let them know again in, with full disclosure that He was going to suffer, He was going to be crucified, He was going to die, and He would rise again. But that was hard for His disciples to take in. They'd been walking with Him for quite a while. And here he was giving them that difficult news. It was not going to be an easy journey as he faced Jerusalem. And so he took them up on this mountain, Peter, James, and John. And there they were. They went off together frequently to pray. But he went up there and something remarkable happened. You've heard it before, probably, this account of the transfiguration of Jesus. Did you notice what took place on that mountain? I hope you saw that for weary disciples, God brought His treasure, His surprising grace, His gifts, His blessing. He showed up to help them and encourage them when times were not easy, when they were worried and anxious and wondering about the future. He showed up. He brought treasure. That's what God does. And that's what, one thing I hope you take away today when you head back home is that no matter what you're going through in life, You can trust God and his grace through Jesus Christ. And you could say, but I know somewhere in the middle of this is God's treasure. Lord, show me your treasure in the middle of what is even difficult, what is challenging. God gives you treasure. And he gives you that treasure, not only to bless you, but so you can bless others and share that treasure with others. That's what we saw in the Mount of Transfiguration. A number of things took place in, in that account. First of all, the obvious ones, Jesus shone brightly, brighter than lightning, gleaming like the sun. As Pastor Ridley talked to the kids about, He changed, the word is metamorphosis there in the text, Uh, He was transfigured before them, the glory of God. So here for the dusty, tired disciples, after many journeys with Jesus and some persecution brewing, there they saw the glory of God. This is truly the Son of God. Wow. Wouldn't that boost your spirits? the treasure of God in the flesh coming down to us. That's the way God works. And then the voice from the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. God spoke audibly from that cloud. Don't you wish that would happen to you sometimes? You know, you're going through it. You're wrestling with God. You're saying, show me the way. Just do something. Wouldn't you love just to hear the voice of God? And there the disciples heard the voice of God affirming Jesus as his son and directing them to pay close attention, hear his word. That was going to be their lifeline, their guiding, uh, their guiding uh, force in life. I don't know if you noticed the other thing, but you know Moses and Elijah appeared, which is great. But how how did Peter and James and John know it was Moses and Elijah? You know, isn't that it? Shows it reveals another treasure, doesn't it? Another mystery of the communion of saints, the community of the church. That without introductions or Peter nudging Jesus saying, who are those two guys? They knew immediately that they were one under the God of heaven, the saving God. This was the community of faith. That says so much about another treasure we have, this side of heaven and this veil of tears on this earth, that God knits us together as His family. Not only those who have gone before us in heaven in the community of saints, but this beautiful community called the church. There's something mysterious Surprising and beautiful about being in a church family. And it's something that not only do you need, and that we're just, we just barely even scratch the surface about what the fullness of this means as we care for each other and walk with each other and speak into each other's lives and support each other and walk in the Word together. And there's so much more to the church than an hour on Sunday. It's this life together under the cross in Jesus Christ And the world needs this community desperately. The unconditional love of God in Jesus Christ, a new identity in Him, the forgiveness of sins, the hope of heaven, eternal hope, the world needs it. These are the treasures God gives you and me. Now sometimes, however, they get a little covered up. A little hidden, right? Like they did for the disciples perhaps. Because life is not easy. It's hard. It's rigorous. Difficult. There are some fun things that happen in life. It's true. I've read about Max McClung. If you read about Max McClung, did you see the slam dunk contest in the NBA All-Star? And this is a guy from, he's not even in the main NBA. He's in a minor league ball club and he won the NBA slam dunk contest. That's a nice surprise. It's great. But I could barely remember his name and probably next year we won't remember it at all. That fades, right? The surprises of the world fade. Uh, same thing as I was driving here last night. I was a little hungry. I was getting a little late. I thought, I, and I didn't do any research. I said, I wonder where I can grab a bite to eat. And guess what? I saw a sign Chick fil A. That's a sign from God, right? So I enjoyed my Chick fil A. But, you know, even Chick fil A fades away. The surprises of the world fade away. The treasures of the world get destroyed by moth and rust, Jesus says. These are temporary. And too frequently the world serves up something much different than treasure. All you have to do is pay attention to the 24-7 news cycle and see all those things that make you sad or anxious or scared or make you lose heart, whether it's an earthquake that ends the lives of tens of thousands of people and there's suffering that is beyond what we can even comprehend. Or it may be anxiety over the political divisions or war or... Illness. There's so many things that the world serves up that just show how broken our world is and how broken our lives are in our sin. And it's not just from outside. You experience the difficulty of grief as you mourn the death of loved ones, or the challenges of illness as you or a loved one struggle through physical difficulty. You experience The worry and anxiety over financial difficulties or relationship issues or worrying about your kids or grandkids or worrying about friends at school or what's going on or about your future. You experience what the world serves up. It's brokenness. It's challenge. It's difficulty. It's worry. It's hard. It's because we are fallen. And it just makes the case for what we all need. We need treasure that lasts. And that's the beautiful thing about this transfiguration account, this little transition from uh, the Epiphany season to Lent, from seeing who Jesus is to seeing his passion and suffering. The beautiful thing is, and this is a message God gives you today, that there is treasure in your life, even when life is hard, even in the realities and rigors of this world. There is treasure in your life by God's grace through Jesus. Following Jesus means you can always find treasure. So what's the treasure from God in your life? Can you think of anything? Can you think of the treasure from God in your life? Maybe some of the treasure sitting next to you. It's the community God has given you, the people you love, loved ones. It's like Moses and Elijah on the mountain with Peter, James, and John. Uh, God blesses you with one another with people you can love and depend on, people who love you and care for you. That's a treasure in your life. What other treasure can you think of that God has given you? Is it coming in mind? Maybe it's the blessing He gives you of His presence and promise and His Word. That He will never leave you, He will never forsake you. That He is with you always. Maybe it's the treasure, the forgiveness of sins that in Christ you're a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Maybe the treasure that even though you're going through some questions now, God has hope and a future for you. An eternal hope through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Maybe it's the treasure of the goodness and kindness of God in Christ that fills you and blesses you. Of the, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You need that, don't you? You need that dose of the Spirit in your life. Maybe it's the treasure of the body and blood of Jesus that you receive today in Holy Communion. The very presence of Jesus, so that even though you may be weak, you know that Jesus is strong and it is no longer you who lives, but Christ who lives in you. And that's how you face the day. That's how you get through the day. Maybe it's the treasure of prayer, casting all your cares and anxieties upon God, for He does care for you, and He hears you, He listens to you, and He tends to you. Maybe it's all the treasures of His provision, all of His grace in your life. And you could tell the stories, right? You can give the testimonies of how God is alive and well, and how He brings treasure to you all the time. No matter what you're going through, no matter what life is like this side of heaven, God shows up, and He shows up today again with the treasure of His Word, His encouragement for you, His blessing. He is with you, He is for you, He loves you, and He'll never let you go. I was working in my garden yesterday. and I live in San Antonio, and it's a little more, uh, it's not as uh, growing as much as Houston is. Houston has a little more humidity, coastal plain, but San Antonio is a little more wintry and uh, deserty right now. But I was clearing out you know, all the dead leaves and the branches and all the things that happened after we had our first couple of freezes and piling in a garbage can. And uh, Lo and behold, beneath all this decay, I saw, coming up from the ground, what do you think I saw? Little green sprouts, little green shoots, even a couple little flowers under there blooming. That's the treasure God gives you and me under the decay of this life. And I'll tell you, that's what this world needs. That's what the world needs. And there's only one place it can get it. It's from Jesus, through His people, through you. You know, you as a church family are joining Pastor Ridley in a wonderful adventure. You've been doing this for a while, and now God has given you a brand new season to bring the treasure of Jesus Christ to a world that is just desperate. For the goodness of God. You do that as families. It starts at home. As you love one another. As husband and wife. Parents and children. Grandmas and grandpas. And grandkids. Even great grandkids. And as you reach out then to neighbors. Co-workers and friends. And of course it happens as a church family. Community. You share the treasure of God's grace with one another. And then you do that to go even further. And I've seen that you do that in this congregation. that It ripples all the way around the country and into the world. We do that together as partners in the Texas district, even as we start churches and reach communities together uh, by God's grace. That's what we do. We share the treasure. You know, the disciples wanted to just receive the treasure. And Peter had that, let's make some tents. He had that idea. And let's just stay here and enjoy it. But the voice came from the cloud and actually that cloud tented around them, it says literally in the text. So God didn't want Peter's tents. He was doing his own tent and he was sending that down the mountain to do the work. And Jesus went down to do his mission. You and I are the same. We receive the treasure, but we don't keep it for ourselves. We're here, you're here, to share that treasure with people in your life. At school, at work, at home, in this community beyond. I can't wait to see all of the things God does for you in sharing this treasure with the world that needs it. The narrative in our world right now is negative and destructive and hopeless and anxiety-filled. But you bring the narrative of the Gospel. You bring the good news of salvation. a refuge and strength in Jesus Christ. So as I said, my prayer for you today as we celebrate this installation, my prayer for you, Pastor Ridley, as you receive this treasure, is that all of you together can say, no matter what's happening in life. Let's look for God's treasure in this. Let's see what He gives. As you walk with people who are going through struggles and difficulties, you can say, but God always gives treasure. Let's see what treasure He gives. And that you share that treasure with everyone God places around you. Let's bow our heads in prayer. O oh, gracious Savior, thank you. Thank you for being the treasure of God our Father who came to dwell with us and give us new life through your death and resurrection for us. Grant Pastor Ridley and this faith family, fishers of men, your grace and your spirit so that your treasure will go far and wide in blessing many, many people until that day we see you face to face. In Jesus' name, Amen.